Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. Yo, yo, yo. How's everybody doing? Welcome to another edition. I would say limited edition, but I, I don't think it's limited. Of the PP1 podcast on the Dean Blundell Network. You can find us on Amazon and Google and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anymore? And hopefully your headphones. I, I mean, there's like Stitcher. There is a Carrier Pigeon uh smoke signal smoke signals yeah that was a big one uh a couple years ago myspace i think is coming back oh myspace yeah, yeah. icq i wonder could you like go to an actual myspace page now still i think you can i was uh there was a band that had a myspace page and i was trying to find a song of theirs and that was the only place i could find it that was that was as solid of a reference as the furniture in your house that we moved last weekend <laughs> yeah might all the, be all the oak, the hardwood, maple and oak. Like it was, it was like lifting bricks. But um, also proves that you've got some pretty nice furniture in your house. So, um, yeah, welcome, welcome to the show, folks. I'm Ryan. We got Ted with me. Uh, we might even have a guest tonight. Uh, we're hoping to have one anyway. Um, we before we start, by all means, if uh, you decide that you want to join the chat, either on Facebook or on YouTube, come on in. We'll chat with you because it's Wednesday. I just got back from the the rink. There's a, a speed skating, a mini meet, as we call it in uh, in the speed skating world. So like a club meet, but official time. So kids trying to get their, their times up for provincials and stuff. So big times, freezing cold. My hands uh, probably won't be warm. I have a nice cup of hot coffee. So taste and function is this cup of coffee. So it 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 duels as is keeping me happy and also keeping my hands warm. Mm, I might have to sneak away from this mic and go grab something to drink to myself. You, you could do that. Um, we'll we'll find a segue somewhere that you know, it's like oh, what's that? Oh, there's some other door pizza. Um, yeah, it's been a busy week for our Vancouver Canucks, and they're now in the All Star break, and that's okay. But before we get before we get to the Canucks. We got some stuff to get out of the way. First and foremost, my taste buds are either like on overload right now or Wendy's spicy chicken, they changed the recipe because holy crap, I've had it twice and like I had to double check. I had it like on the weekend and then I had it the other day and it's like spicy, spicy. Not like McDonald's, how they said, you know, like they got the spicy Szechuan or whatever. Or the, the... They have like three levels of spicy. Yeah, that's McDonald's. trash. Okay. I still haven't tried any of that stuff. It's like, it's if you like a good kind of like a, a flavored spicy sauce, but just to say it's spicy, it wasn't really spicy. The Wendy's spicy chicken is spicy and it's good. In Kelowna, I highly suggest if you're hanging out, make it happen because it is worth the trip. 
Um, I also don't know if I had um, COVID. Is it actually that spicy? Because I mean, was, I, I no, had I'm a serious. spicy chicken. Yeah, it is. Because I, 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 I had a spicy chicken on on the Sunday. So like the day after you and I worked on the big move, I had yeah. a spicy chicken. Yeah. And I didn't notice. Did you have it in Rutland? Or did you get it yeah. in the main the main location? Are they making spicy chickens different at different places? They must be. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because like I okay, so I'm on the road a lot for work. Um, oh right. Listen to me. Just just hear me out. So I go to the main one a lot. The one uh, the one on Cooper is the is it the main one because it's closer to you? Uh, it's the first one, so it's the main one. It's the OG of the Kelowna Wendy's <laughs> locations. Gonna, there's going to be one person in the comment and be like, he's right. Just all I need is one to be validated. That's it. And um, But I do go to the Rutland one a lot, to be fair. But uh, I, I don't know do if... Do you it, let them know that like, hey, you're not the main one, but I'm still here. I would never say that. That's rude. Sometimes it's the same guy, though, and that freaks me out. I'm like, did I go the right... Did I arrive at the wrong one? So anyway... I, like I might have had COVID last week. I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, I had like a, a heavy chest like early in the week. But that was it. It was lasted like a couple days and then it was gone. So I don't even I don't even think I had anything. But I'm just saying like my taste buds were all there. So that was always the big thing, right? But maybe they maybe they made your taste buds even weak, weaker. No, I think this like amplified so, something's there. It's like I said, okay. Wendy's. If if they did change it, if somebody amped up the spice factor, good on you, good on you. Well, that's what happened to Vancouver. Then they got they got COVID, and then it amped up the spice. <laughs> yeah, except for that Calgary game. Except for the Calgary game. Yeah, did do you saw that Calgary game? Right. No, I never saw it. I was moving. Oh man! So I don't know how you go from absolutely waxing the Winnipeg Jets to one of the worst games I've ever seen. Like they lost. That's a, that's a great, that could be like a great headline, the Winnipeg waxing. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, we also do nails. <laughs> Winnipeg waxing. I like it. That's not a bad idea. And then they followed up with a really. It's a, it's a petty joke, right? I, I, I know. I'm here for it. I'll pander for whatever I can get. And then they it's go and they play Nashville joke. and it's like a track meet in the first period. Back and forth. Goals galore. And you actually think they're going to be in it, and then they slowly kind of, you know, let it whittle away. Good game, good game. Just they didn't they didn't have. They, they usually are against the Preds. Though. I think that, that I just like the way that Nashville plays hockey. It's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting, and I know that you didn't necessarily see the whole game, but they were out for uh, OEL in that game. Like they were like running, gunning, and I thought, like, is this an Arizona? kind of backtrack kind of thing, but they weren't going for Garland that much, which I thought was interesting. And he's the type of guy you want to go after. Exactly. But they were all over OEL in that game. So it, it, interesting. Maybe that's something that we'll see the next time, or maybe that was the last time they played Nashville this year. I think it might be. So anyway, interesting. Um, I've been talking a lot, but I have one more thing. Paper straws. This is crap. We need to get off the paper straws and back onto plastic. Paper paper straws are the bane of my wife's existence. It's she'll she'll decide not to go somewhere because it has a paper straw. So I think we're like sort of big fans of booster juice because they're using this sort of like biodegradable plastic straws. Right. But at least it's plastic. Like it's the stupidest thing. And they still wrap the bloody thing in paper. <laughs> 
You're doubling up. Just they're creating waste. You're creating something I still have to throw out. So you know what? Give us that. Give us the simplicity of the plastic straw. That's all I'm saying. You can we can save the planet in so many other areas, but give us the plastic straw back. We should like we should be dividing up your 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 weekly gripes. Like, well, like, if we hit a topic, then, a, then a, like a Hank grape, and then another topic, and then a Hank grape. Yeah. And don't get me. And then stirred. another topic, and then, like, hey, we're going to, uh, I want the, the tractor trailer semi truck with the ramp on it so I can do a jump on it. One of those things that you, mm-hmm. those weird stuff you mm-hmm. come up with. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, you just want to get a model out of the way, like right off the jump. Yeah. Cause I mean, you hit them hard, get people, get people thinking, and then you get into the hockey stuff. So, but this isn't about Wendy's um, spicy chicken or straws. As I said, the Canucks, they've been picking up points faster than optimum days at Shoppers. They've got points in the last seven of nine. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Remember that. Remember. I'm good. Yeah, hey, buy these wine gums. Collect mm-hmm. 80,000 points. Oh, Sweet. How, does, how much is 80,000 points? Well, when you collect 17 million points, you get $5 off. <laughs> Have you ever redeemed shoppers points? How much how much money is a shroop buck worth? <laughs> one one hundredth of a cent. <laughs> but it's worth it's worth millions here. Have you ever redeemed shoppers optimum points? Never. That's the the wife likes that stuff. I don't that's not my thing. So when I used to work at the Jersey City in Kelowna, we had the shoppers. So I'd go there. Uh, I was a young buck, my late teens, early twenties. So sometimes, and so that's so you just you would frequent the shoppers as a mm-hmm. young team. Snickers and a Pepsi. That was like my lunch sometimes. I'm serious. Are the kids hanging out at the Seven Eleven. No, Ryan is headed over to the shoppers. Maybe. Hey, maybe I'll even uh, spruce up uh, spruce up my lunch with a thing of Pringles. It's I lunch hour, guys. Let's head over to the uh, the drug mart. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I'm out of Tylenol. So it's two birds, one stone. But so eventually, I remember. I think I cashed in one time. I think I cashed in like five or ten bucks, and I thought this was a long haul to get to this point. And I realized it's too expensive to be earning points here. <laughs> the payoff it's, it is not my, there. It took me my entire senior year to own up ten yeah, bucks. Yeah, it, it's the payoff is just not there. So, but uh, again, like man, a lot of references to start this. A lot. Mm. I, I don't know <laughs> whether whether you like them or not. I don't really care. Um, but the Canucks are still in a playoff position. They're not in the playoffs, but they're close. That that guy that's popping, they're, uh, they're jockeying, so to speak. Yeah, that guy that is uh, chewing on the the metal and shooting the champagne. You know the that meme that keeps going out like every time they win or lose. You know the guy that he's like popping the champagne and he's biting on the metal, and then it shows like the the standings, and he's like fifth. <laughs> you know that one. So he's getting closer to the top there. So he's uh, he's getting pretty excited. And really, they're only a couple points out. They're four points out from Calgary for the second wild card. Yeah, I mean, Calgary's got, I think, four games in hand on them. You can thank COVID for that. Mm. But it's possible. It's possible. They're playing. They're so playing. We, there's a chance. Exactly. They're playing. We might make it hockey. And that's all we can ask for this year, considering they're playing the, for something at the moment, right? They're, yeah, they're not out of it by Christmas like it was supposed to be earlier this season. Mm-hmm. The downside is who stays, who stays to see this either through 
or mm. who's who goes so that next year is you know is the answer there's a lot of trades is what i'm trying to get at here well uh, there's going to be a lot of trades yeah yeah there's a lot of rumors we've heard garland talk we've heard clearly we've heard jt miller talk it wouldn't be a canucks podcast without it um but is like jason dickinson gonna be gone are they gonna get rid of tanner pearson is someone gonna realize that hey we need tucker pullman and then halak like those are, I mean, those are the ones that everybody's talking about. But I guess to start, yeah, is it there on, another G like Jim Benning esque GM that would look to go out and acquire a, a Tucker Pullman? There has to be. Great, great name. Yeah, big guy. There's got to be someone out there. There has to be. Like, is there a Jacksonville Jaguars of the NHL right now? <laughs> like. Just scroll through. Yeah, like, it, Seattle we, we, might like, need. We obviously have no. We have no idea where a lot of these players could end up, or who's on the chopping. We could have a good idea of who's on the chopping block, and then, you know, we we, we know that Miller is somebody that they are going to consider trading. Right. Consider right. it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Like Tanner Pearson should be on that list of guys that they would consider trading. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be on my list, not because Tanner Pearson's a bad hockey player. I mean. No, it's, there's I mean, value anything, there. He's improved his game since 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 Bruce got there, and yeah, I, I think the Miller thing is is obvious why they would look to trade a player like that, and I can see the disdain in this fan base for why they would not want to move a guy like Miller. He's a heart and soul type guy, um, but sometimes the return is just too much to, you know, too much to to pass up. I mean, I look at, I I, I often look at that trade from from Calgary to Dallas when when they gave up Joe Newendijk and they got Jerome McGinley. Yep. And and Joe Newendijk was a was a top end forward. He was a glue guy. He was a guy that was going to push you over the hump and do more for you on a competing franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jerome was we didn't we didn't know what Jerome was going to be quite yeah. yet, right? I mean, so obviously he was highly coveted. I mean, when that trade happened, you know, Calgary ends up going to the Stanley Cup final a couple of years later. So you could say Dallas, that Dallas went to the Stanley Cup final. A so, years no, later. no, no. Calgary went to a Stanley Cup final. Yeah, the next years decade after. No, yeah, a couple, couple, couple of years later after Jerome had reestablished or established himself as an NHLer. So you could say that it was a win for them. Obviously, they lost, they lost Joe, which they weren't going to do anything. On the other side of the coin, Dallas goes to a Stanley Cup and ultimately wins it with Thank a guy you. like Joe. So you could say that that trade just worked out great for both teams. And I obviously, if we're going to move. A player like JT Miller, I would need to. I would like to see a scenario like that happening, right? Where you know you're going to see Miller go somewhere and and find success in the playoffs, and hopefully go somewhere and win the cup. Yeah, right. That would ultimately be the best case scenario. Maybe there's maybe when they work out the trade, you know, depending on how well they finish, their the value on the return is worth even more. Who knows, right? Yeah. And and then if we are able to get a guy like a super high-end prospect pack. I mean, it's going to take some years down the road, but I would ultimately think people are going to end up being okay with that than, mm. a, than an aging JT Miller on a high-end contract because he's going to resign and he's going to want, he's going to want bucks, right? You get paid for what you've done, yeah, not, not for what you're going to do. Exactly. So, so it would be tough to see a guy like Miller go, but I mean, I, I think we have early trust in, in this, this management regime. So yeah, enough, enough you know, has transpired early on the, I mean, even from the management signings and everything, like as an organization, right? 
not just mm-hmm. not just the GM or the president, but as an organization, they've already made a handful of moves, coach, GM, like all these things. And you think, okay, this is very, very different than we've had in the last eight years. Uh, I've already kind of bought in because the, the list of, yeah, you're, you're a hundred percent right. The list of guys that I, when a new regime comes in like this, I mean, look at when Benning came in, this team is, you know, it's, it's, it's almost not all that's basically left is like bow and bits maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and Bo was, was, By- was not even a player on this roster. Right. So yeah, Byron bits. That's funny. Um, so when a new regime comes in, you have to expect changes. They're not going to, and that happens in every sport in, 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 in every walk. Right. So I just can't see all of these players who we've grown to love that we are now starting to see success in. I can't see them all sticking around. I, my list of untouchables is so minute. If I'm a new GM looking to completely overhaul this organization. So anybody's fair game. I, I can see on your list there, obviously Garland, cheap player. He's got the big contract or the, the, the good contract with the, with the, you know, a good flex of years on it. Miller. We just talked about that. Dickinson could be a really nice player on another roster with some defensive chops. Tanner Pearson. We talked about that. Pullman. We talked about that. Yaroslav Halak was literally brought in for this purpose of trading. And we go back to the Thomas Vanek thing. So all these guys are fair game. Like really, like even Myers, who who's been a renaissance under Boudreaux, if he's got major value and somebody wants to give up a first round draft pick, don't you have to make that move? Uh, well, I mean, you're probably not going to get a first, but yeah, I but mean, say something happens, you never know, right? I mean, but you get it. I guess if, the if, other if, thing if is you get away from a contract too. You get away from a contract if there's a run for a, a, a right-handed shooting defenseman who's big and can handle himself physically. Yeah, and and, and that player is in need, and there's none available then all of a sudden the value just shoots right up. I'm not, it's all figuratively speaking, yeah. but if you get the things that you need. Yeah. The market can kind of create itself depending on how it goes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting. I, I was looking at like, I've had cap friendly open the last couple of days. And I mean, the Miller one has kind of dominated. I, I think that that dominates everybody's, you know, mindset because essentially he is probably the key piece right now that has been talked about that they believe could move and, could be moved for uh you know not a, exactly a king's ransom but an, enough of one that it is absolutely worth chatting about and it would suck i think there is a lot to 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 offer with jt miller on this team that being said i mean there's also a lot to think like he's not necessarily in your um your your core four if we will so if we break everything back down to that core four and i mean Everybody's freaking out about, oh, well, he's going to be... Is it even a core four? Well, it's not, but just for the, as far as where we were, let's say two seasons ago even, or a season ago. okay. So you look at what what JT Miller is, and I do hate how this market and everyone else just breaks in. Well, he's turning 20 and 29. Yeah, well, there's still valuable seasons. And yes, you would still get... Yeah, but I mean, if you sign him long-term, let's say you got five or six years out of him, like... We're, we're all just assuming these guys literally die off when they hit, like, 32. And there's a lot of players that basically retire. But at the same time, like, do you not want to see all that value if you can keep them? Yes, you do. But if you're going to trade them, and if, if you're looking at making that move and helping someone out, who does he go to? Now, the first team I would think would be, like, the New York Rangers. There's been a lot of which rumors is, there. Which is funny. Which is beyond ironic, but... 
I mean, hey, I'll entertain it. If if the rumor of what we've heard could happen, and I th- I hope we were talking, we we're thinking the same guy. He uh, he was on a hockey card last season, and uh, hasn't quite panned out. I, that's ridiculous. But if there was a package to make that said player available, I mean, I I think that is a, a decent lottery lottery ticket to have. That being said. There's also another team that I think that, I mean, considering they've drawn from everyone else on this this team, um, the new Florida Panthers for the Vancouver Canucks would probably be the Pittsburgh Penguins. Cause Isn't that funny? That doesn't matter what regime comes in. That's a that's a viable trade partner. Yeah, but I'm thinking Pittsburgh though. The other the other Florida Panthers because we've taken all their management types. Yeah. So, like I was going through, the tough thing is like, who would. You, who would you trade or what would you trade off of Pittsburgh to get JT Miller on your team for a run? Because, I mean, oh, my goodness, would he fit on that team? Like, he would. He would just be one of those guys that jumps in and you could throw him on the top line. You could put him on the second line if you wanted to. You'd probably, like, you could basically have him with Crosby or Malkin and you'd be golden. And you'd have two guys that are ready to rock. He can probably take you to that next phase of your team with Gunsel and um, you know the rest and those guys. But again, who do you trade? Do you trade draft picks? Do you go and try to get like you can't take anyone of value because they're clearly going to make another run. So do you get you know a couple great draft picks and a prospect or what happens from the Rangers or from no from Pittsburgh? I'm starting with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know enough about what's there immediately from Pittsburgh. So I'd yeah. have to take some time to dig. And I think it might be cool to maybe do an episode in the next couple of days or whatever for, for trade targets. But yeah, I mean, Tanner Pearson was a guy that whose name pops up to go. And wouldn't be that be funny to see, you know, say Miller and Pearson go and they end up in Pittsburgh and New York. It would yeah, be ridiculous. It I was would, talking to a guy. We'd all laugh. Yeah, I was talking to a guy, a, a New York fan. Uh who was saying that, you know, Chris Drury, he comes from this sort of like, uh, this sort of new age GM style manager. And and we're looking at a guy who, if rumors are out there that it's JT Miller, that's going to New York, then it's, it's, you can't believe it because it's like a smoke signal, right? I mean, he's never acquiring the player that anybody thinks it's always somebody different when he gets them. It's, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, so, Oh, Okay, like, I mean, obviously, Nils Lundqvist is a guy that they're talking about shopping around and this is a guy with some talent. And if if the Lafreniere thing is is true, I mean, that was a guy that, that Brady was was really high on. He yeah. called him a generational talent. Yeah. Um, he's still going to be a nice player. I mean, that would be it's a good so guy It's so early, to too. It's so early with, with Laffey. Like, it's so early on him. Like, well, I mean, the, the Laffey thing is, is, is I mean, it's... If there ever was a comparison to the Aginla Newendike trade, it, it could very well be, you know, a JT Miller for a Lafreniere guy, a guy yeah. that's up and coming, they know is going to be good, but he's not what we need him to be right now, right? I mean, the Boston thing and Phil Kessel yep. leaving was another thing, right? Totally. So if you can bring in a piece that's going to, I mean, you talked about not wanting to replace anybody on the roster, but if you're literally replacing an upgrade for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So that, and that's on the Rangers, sense, right? And then I look at Tampa. So Tampa was another one. I mean, clearly they can make a run almost any year like right now. Stevie Y doesn't lose trades either. So that's another sketchy. No, one. it's like trading with Billy Bean back in the day, right? But so, and I mean, this. <laughs> what sounds... do you mean that guy? I don't. What do you mm-hmm. mean you want that guy? 
who's that guy? Yeah. Trust I don't me. know. Billy wants him. Probably we're not giving that guy out. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? So <laughs> like now would this be crazy? And I, I may get shredded for this, but I mean, he's these, these boys have bounced around a little bit. Um, the boys from Kelowna. Um, what about a cow foot? Like, could you, could you afford to get rid of JT Miller and get a pick and like Cal foot? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I, I, I wonder if, if Cal foot is the, the stud defenseman, what, what we think they, he could they be, sort yeah. of envisioned him being. And, and right. I mean, I like the idea of the New Jersey idea better. Right. I mean, for, for, for Severson, I mean, if we're talking yeah. about Kelowna boys, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, the, the, the foots, or Nolan. I mean, oh, that's a winger. Yeah, that's a winger. But I mean, we're talking about some, some. I mean, both those teams for some reason they're so good every year, but they still manage to get themselves with a stocked cupboard every year. Right. And they, it's because they do things like trade JT Miller for somebody for a first round draft pick. And that's why I think Tampa picking him back up because they didn't want to get rid of him. No, not at all. It was a cap casualty, right? And this is one of those things like, oh, well, we can get him back. And like, yeah, it's a first, but it's a late first. And we're not going to need this one. Like, really, for them. It'll be like, ah, oh, well, we did him a solid because we totally fleeced him the last time. There's no way we get... We, there's no way we could do it twice. So, yeah, we'll just trade it. If you, if it's a late first for a JT Miller, let's say he goes back to Tampa. Yeah. If it's a late first for JT Miller, that's not enough. You have to do better than that. Well, I know. I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, Cal Foot comes into the play. Yeah. So, if it's a late first and a Cal Foot or a late first and whatever said prospect, I mean, there's... It's got to be... It's got to be gifts and then some, right? Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, we, could, we could go on JT Miller for a bit. Let's look at... And I don't want to make this too much about trading, but oh, okay. uh, yeah, there's that's where we are right now. Yeah, right? I mean, so because like something's going to happen by the end of the weekend, because in true Canucks fashion, you and I have both followed this team for a long, long time. Whenever everybody's guard is down, or when everybody's expectations, like it's always when you're not expecting it, or when they said expect something, the Canucks always just deliver. Like yeah, the fan the fans are gonna riot. It's it's gonna be one way or another, right? Like I, I I mean I love I love the Canucks just like everybody else, but but Vancouver fans by and large, like mega 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 overvalue their players. Yeah, we can't because they become that. attached to them. They love them, right? Yeah. I mean, and so this this you're not just a Canuck, like group, your right? family. Yeah, this management group comes in, you know, a new coach is installed, the team starts winning. But it's probably not sustainable, and there's major things that need to be corrected in terms of the decor and the cap situation. Sure. So when you start making trades like that, when the team is winning, mm -hmm. there's going to be a mob. Whoops. For sure. I'm just sorry. I got a. How do I do this? So Henry Twydale is he's commenting, uh, or maybe I just had this on my. Oh yeah. So he commented on Twitter. So we can get comments just in a different way. Uh, makes more sense to trade Miller compared to Garland, given Miller's contract is going to be unaffordable. Well, we we assume. While Garland's contract actually looks okay and is younger. So, like I was saying, is it mm -hmm. too? Or I was going to say, is it too early to say that Connor Garland is available, or is it because it's early enough and we haven't really gotten like he hasn't really set roots, if you will, that he's still a viable trade chip? Like I believe he is. And as Weiss. you said, no one's no one's untouchable aside from probably there's two players, and it's Quinn Hughes and it's Thatcher Demko, and that would be the two. And again, we've debated about maybe it's just one. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Garland has obviously endured himself to Canucks fans, and and the very thing that makes Connor Garland a solid piece for the Canucks is the very thing that makes him a trade target for other teams. Yeah, he's cheap. He's got a a contract that makes him cheap, so it's it's team controlled, and the guy the guy can game, right? I mean, this, it's players like him and watching Braden Point that are winning or helping to win championships right now. So can you it's, imagine? It's him nice to Tampa? have their own. Yeah, so if if somebody wants to come calling for a Connor Garland, there's 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 not a reason for Vancouver to have to give him up. So you better overpay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. I mean, it's just yeah. like the NFL thing, right? I mean, you're coming to me for a trade. Yeah. You need X wide receiver. Yeah, I don't have to get rid of him. I I, I have a plethora, and I'm fine. I don't need what you're peddling. Yeah. You you can overpay. Yeah. So it, this isn't a fair value thing. Like you need to be getting more than fair value if you're going to move a guy like Connor Garland. And Sellers if, if, market on him. If if the Canucks are out there fleecing teams on trades, then I'm here for that. That 100%. would be a weird feeling. That would be <laughs> like it would be. That's like Mike Gillis, some, some Christian Christian Erhoff for that's the one. Pat White yeah. and was it Daniel Rahimi or so? I don't know. The day like, like do you remember that's that the day? Kind of, yeah. What? Like not like not the trade. Do you remember what? that day? Like, I remember I was at my parents' house, and I think we were in town on holidays or something, and I remember that came and in. And I just plugged the toilet with a massive poop. I probably did, like, hours earlier. <laughs> and I I just remember, like, I'm laughing, like, there's no way this is the trade. There's no yeah, and way. It was, and, and it was weaponizing, it was weaponizing cap space, right? I mean, the Canucks had it. Yeah. The Sharks didn't. And so they got it for pennies on the dollar. I mean, that's the one part where Vancouver possibly runs into a little bit of trouble in this because Vancouver does not have cap space. No. So they might be handcuffed a little bit. But I think, again, you've got it. You've got a president and now a GM that I, you know, you would assume knows what they're doing and probably thinks, well, we're a little bit behind the eight ball. So we might have to do some. We might have to do some risky things, not stupid, but we might have to go a little bit deeper than we want on this. But we're going to get value. It just might like without giving draft picks, we might have to give up yeah. this, but we're going to get this like the cell yeah. will be there. Like, Hey, we, we get, you didn't want to get rid of this guy, but we're bringing in something I think you'll be okay with. And it's been, it's weird, right? It's been eight, not maybe not eight years, but it's been close to eight years worth of not all at once, but eight years worth of poo poo. Lots of poo poo clogging the toilets. And the, and the team is fine. It's finally playing good. And there's going to, a GM is going to come in and rip shit up. Hey, it's Ryan from the PP1 Podcast on Cryer Media. If you're looking for a spot to advertise your company, your brand, your cheese wheel, some beer, maybe some donuts, this is the spot. Reach out to me via DM on Twitter or Instagram at always94, and I'd be more than happy to chat with you. Worst case scenario, we just become best friends. And how awesome does that sound? But for the better. People are not going to be happy. I, I agree. It's for the best. For the, for the best, I think. So yeah, you're right. I think it's entirely possible we see one of those those moves happen. There's no way Jack Hughes is coming, people. Jack Hughes is not coming to the Canucks. There's no way. I mean, if it happened, I mean, super super duper. If that does happen, yeah. Uh, if 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 Jack Hughes for, for but they just Miller drafted happened. Luke Hughes, so it's not like or what's I don't know. yeah. What is it? None of that matters. Just ask the Stall brothers. Yeah, well, like, hey, we just drafted your brother. Yeah, but I'm gonna peace out. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. stupid older brother syndrome like yeah i'm the middle kid peace out like no one cares about me anyway i'm going to vancouver yeah get out of here malcolm 
<laughs> oh, Malcolm Subban is the middle kid too, isn't he? I think so. Oh, yeah. I meant Malcolm. In the yeah, middle, Malcolm. Oh, I, yeah. I got the joke. I got the joke. Um, this the uh, me. we we haven't got there uh, to dudes and guys that you probably heard the ad by now from Move Health and Wellness. We got two ads rolling, two ads on the network via the Spotify. Uh, they're good. Did you did you hear the other one I sent you? Mm-hmm. Like both of them, you've heard both of them now. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good. Yeah, stuff. nice work. It's good. You got a very uh, smooth, s- smooth, sultry voice. I recorded it right in this spot, right here with the family pillow. You gotta go as a. Uh, you gotta go as Goulet for Halloween. Goulet, oh, uh, you Diablo win. Martini, you win. You always do. Devil of a good time. So don't forget about Move Health and Wellness. Uh, did did we chat about this last week? You had your. You, oh no, we chatted about it on the weekend. So you went and uh, saw Kaylee. Oh yeah. And did you use the the safe word? I did not use the safe word. Safe word's pizza for it anybody is, that's wondering. It is pizza. So But she uh yeah, she 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 dug in to like my like scapula and shoulders <laughs> and uh like my hammies and stuff and I feel like I feel great. I felt terrible mm-hmm. that day and like maybe most of the next day. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to use my back roller later that night. That was a bad idea. Yeah, a little bit of pain. <laughs> a little pain. But she's she's really good, right? I mean, we got some time to talk to to John too and the stuff yeah. that they're doing down there. And it's a really nice setup and it was really easy. Uh, big fan of obviously direct billing people. You know how that works. And 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 if you don't want to go in and you don't want to drop, you know, 70 bucks out of your account um and you want to just go in and and show them your card and then it's all covered and it's good and no money changes hand it's like you get the free service and not enough people are doing direct pay in 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 my opinion so uh that's just a nice little bonus and you know booking online was easy yeah the app um yeah they use jane so that's uh super common and anybody who's who's booked online has done all that stuff so yeah she did fantastic hands has fantastic job strong hands the girl knows what she's doing um uh, and you know, I'm I'm happy to go back to continue to do maintenance and, and injury care there. Just yeah, phenomenal staff. Yeah, I've we really are, happy we're partnered with them. We already have uh, in our family. My wife was also there uh, last Saturday. Uh, well, we were moving your stuff there. All of your heavy yeah. heavy wood. Some things you probably don't need anymore, but that's a that's a different story. And um, yeah, well, it was it was we're in that funny spot, right? So yeah. we're we're waiting for to move into our like our like the non-bench our home, bench our home I'm... home mm-hmm. and in in the meantime we're staying at a, a temporary home for, for for three months so it's like you can only take half of your stuff because it's smaller and the other half's got to go into to, to storage and you're trying to sort all that stuff and you know as you get closer to the actual move day you're like okay mm. we can't we can't spend any more time sorting stuff because we're running out of time so inevitably you know you get seven or eight boxes full of what is this even? Like the two by four it. bench, the bench made of all the like two. Yeah, by but four. I, I I built that bench. But that's it's like a frame. For, it's basically but it's a, for the it's for the outside. It's yeah. for a bench in the garden. It I can make you another one this spring. I mean, yeah, I guess so. But then we didn't have to throw it out. I mean, I built that bench. Why would I want to throw it out? And the pagoda. Ah, yes. Yes, the pagoda. That thing is have, heavy uh, AF, folks. <laughs> The, the pagoda was heavy. <laughs> unless you're unless you're dead, all oh, just pick this up. So he basically demasculated emasculated all three of us uh, in a heartbeat. So it was no. a two man job, and he just goes and picks it up, and we all just walked away. 
but that's okay. I'd rather you do it than us and hurt my back. So. Well, I picked it up and there was instant regret, but I never shared that with yeah. you guys. <laughs> you hit it very well because we did not know. We did not know. But anyway, Move Health and Wellness, as you, you probably heard on the ad, uh, again, great partners to be with. Um, they are the sponsors of our Dudes and Guys, which we'll get to shortly. Um, the power play is still struggling. It seems like we started this show and there was good things to talk about the power play. Back way back when in the way back way way back when and then it some one hundred and thirty plus episodes thirty thirty plus episodes ago and then it just sucked and (laughs) like they changed coaches we thought I mean there was a moment there for about five games when they changed the scheme when they actually used the bumper guy remember that run. When they scored mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. like um, they actually it was, it was the Nashville and JT. It was the like the Nashville that. that wasn't it like the couple the five for five against Nashville or something. This was like a year or two ago, and like everything was flowing, and then they went back, and then they just kept doing the drop pass, and then they got rid of the drop pass, and then they kept feeding it to the same three spots, and it's still so predictable, and I just like it drives me crazy. It drives me, it it like just insanely crazy because it's just one of those things that if I'm reading this, and I mean, by all means, you are not getting your statistics from me if we're talking about Canucks podcast and and information. You can go to you can no, go you to, can get those anywhere. You That's can go to Faber and Quads and all the other guys. You can do that there. But if I'm able to notice a glaringly bad problem. And you still haven't fixed it. And it's easy to fix. You have the personnel. Like, just do it. Start using all five guys. Like, I know this is crazy, crazy to think. But use all five guys. You're not going to believe how well that can actually work for you. Five guys, great burger place. Great burger place, the fries and the peanuts. You got to write home about that stuff. And then the PK. So the PK isn't good. They're still 32nd in the league. However... However, things have turned around since uh, since Brucey's come. So they're, I believe they're like, are they number one in the league um, goals against for five on five? I'm pretty sure. So like thing, things are going well on on the defensive side of things since uh, since Bruce there it is came. And and I'm okay with it just sucking like it's a statistic there's no award that's giving out although there is a coaching award apparently um (laughs) i was gonna say there is an award for that there is a there is an award (laughs) for that but like if if they end the season and they're like 29th or whatever like that's not going to change anybody's perspective perspective perceptive perception rhymes with yeah samsonite um it's it's not going to change anybody's feelings about what the special teams are they're going to reset next season and they'll be able to build something a lot better and i think they're rolling with the personnel they have and the pk is a lot better than it was their their defensive game is a lot better um shout out to like the lamicos and the tyler motts and um the Highmores. Mm-hmm. he scored again like holy crap yeah that's uh Highmore is the exact reason why tyler mott is trade bait yeah we didn't even get into him we didn't even get into him. But uh, like I said, before we get to dudes and guys, like things are getting better on the little things, the, the things that aren't goals. Things are getting better on the Ericsons. Yeah, 
we're we're <laughs> we're we're getting away from moral victories and the little things, and we're finally starting to to celebrate the actual results of wins and and goals. So, mm-hmm. just saying, that's what I got. On behalf of that uh, little segment, we now get to the segment everybody's been waiting for. Dudes and guys, brought to you by Move Health and Wellness. Are you excited for dudes and guys? I'm always excited for dudes and guys. Whoa, let's change something. Let's put you in the driver's seat. You like that? I don't know if I do. (laughs) Could we do this? That's fine. Let's let's do this. Let's let's get a close-up of us. We're we're two good looking guys. Dudes and guys. I think we have to obviously go to our uh our guys first. And I'm trying to remember if I had who did I have as my do you do you have one right away? For just a dude? For a guy. Oh, for a guy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I have a dude yeah. for sure. I, I have I have a I have a guy. Um I like I like sort of wanted to to name Thatcher Demko as a, as a guy. I just you know what, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with Thatcher Demko as my guy. I, I like think, where you're going. Uh, I I it's not like he was terrible in in the Nashville game. I mean, Vancouver shot in that game, but I think he's at that point now where if he's not five alarm Demko, then 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 this this it's just your expectations are squashed a little bit, right? Like, yeah. So I think he was just a guy and by, but just a guy, I'm literally just saying he just looked human in that, that last game. Halak looked good versus Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been blessed with some really good goaltending the last like four or five games. Mm-hmm. Um, you sprinkle in a couple of average performances there from, from, from Dem- Demko and DiPietro, And then you know, not all of a sudden. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the, 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 the goaltending just looks <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I like that they showcased Halak, and I I think that that's going to help boost his trade value somewhat. I think we have another goaltender. Obviously, Spencer Martin it looks like he can handle himself. Uh, he was a, he was our dude last week for probably for a couple of games, um, but Demko was just he was just human in this one. So it wasn't that he was terrible, um, but in a game like that, that's the guy that you need to 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 win a two one game, not a four two game. Yeah, I I, I absolutely agree. I would say my guy, I don't know, like it's such a toss up. I've got a few players, but you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, I am going to go with Connor Garland. I was going to, I was going to say Petey, but he did have a nice little dangle, dangle sore shot there. Mm. Uh, Connor Garland. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be, he's on the bolt, the, the trade rumor block, but uh, I don't know. Like, I get it is a results based business, I suppose. And I, the last couple of games, anyway, like Connor Garland, had, like he's he's done the the not goal things, but he hasn't done the goal things. Like the last time, like he's he's done a lot of good things away from the puck, but like his last point was against Florida, which was an assist. His it's last Florida, Florida. Cal Ona. His last goal was against Seattle. That was on New Year's Day. His last goal before that. Oh man. His last goal before that was against Winnipeg on December 10th. Yeah, he's slowing down a little bit. Right. Like, he's he's doing the other things, but yeah, he's still I think he's still 
fun to watch. You still notice him constantly, but I think the last couple of games, he's even that started to fall off a little bit. Just yeah. Maybe he's tired. I don't know. I mean, and maybe he is tired. Maybe a few of these guys do need a break. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe he's tired from carrying this team for the first quarter. I mean, you're doing all these pirouettes and spinoramas and stuff. That's probably exhausting. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I like it. I'm just saying. So this is my Connor Garland call out. And next thing you know, he's going to, it's going to be like the JT Miller thing. Hey, like, ah, JT Miller is like, ah, you know, he, maybe we should trade him. Uh, Hatrick. Mm-hmm. Hatrick. I think mostly because we have that level of influence and they listen to the yeah. show. I think that's why. Yeah. People pay attention to the show. Like mm-hmm. some people do. And by people, I mean like multiple more than one. So you can say people at that point. Yeah. I mean, number two rated hockey podcast in Panama. Yeah. Actually, we are climbing Taiwan. You guys have no idea how great <laughs> things are for our podcast in Taiwan. It's insane. And I just want to point something out after I zoomed in. I thought there was a dog sitting at that wall behind you, but it's actually a backpack, which might be a zebra or something. It's uh, it's one of those those vans. That makes checker sense. Backpacks. That right? make that makes sense. So it isn't a dog. I was like, wow, like your dog's really well behaved. It's a good, good, it, good girl. It's a it's a backpack. Good, good girl, good girl. Let's get to the fun part, though. Fun part, dudes. I'm. Mm-hmm. I am really hoping you don't take mine, and I am a nice person, so you can go first. And I'm really, really hoping that you don't take mine. So I do have a backup option or backup option. My English is just phenomenal today, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have at it. Who's your dude? Uh, do you have a guess who my? I'll give you one guess who my dude is. Is it in the top five in scoring on the team? Pardon? Is he top five in scoring on this team? No. No. Then I have no idea. Actually, I, do... I, I, I do know now. Now I know. But say it because I know now. Do you know? Yep, I do. Okay. My 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 dude for this week is, is Luke Shen. I knew it. <laughs> Luke Shen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Comes out of the comes out of the Chicago game with a goal. Uh, I mean, 19 hits, through, 19 hits, 19 hits. He's a piss through, missile. Through two games. He was, he was, he was the heat seeking piss missile that game. Uh, 19 hits, five shots. I mean, he's, he's up to nine points on the season, which is just ridiculous to me. Somehow, somehow he's got three goals, which ties Oliver Ekman Larson for, for, for goal scoring for the defenseman on this team. And, and I don't know, man, there's games where this guy logs 20 minutes a night and it looks like, Oh my God. And then there's other games where he logs 20 minutes a night and you're like, there's, they can't do anything against him. So this was one of those games, man. And what a feel good story. I like watching this guy play, I swear, but to find yeah, value, just, right? Yeah. Running around, just smoking people, finding a spot on this roster. He's my pretty much made Tucker Pullman expendable uh, and at a fraction of the value. You're- so, you're saying that like he wasn't expendable the second that they signed him. I mean, if you would have told me that that Luke Shen was going to steal his job and wrestle it away from him by playing good hockey, I I would have said that that's a stretch because he's probably a, he's probably a sixth or seventh defenseman on the squad, but he's been more than that. He's been much better than that. He fit in right away so, though when he came the first time. He did, but it was a different team. But it was still like he had a good defense member like we thought he could he hang did. out with Quinn, with Quinn. And, yeah. yeah, he was playing with Quinn, but we're, he was playing with rookie Quinn, right? Like, True. hey, the reason you're here is to ride shotgun with this kid and look out for him. 
now people are right shotgun. but now I mean, he's now he's just now now he's found a spot on the squad and he's i mean you can't help but cheer for the guy that's the kind of dude that you need in your i mean he's he's basically locked onto that role that uh like a kevin like kevin, sorry that a, that a alex biega did right where right. you always felt biega could play a little more you always felt stetcher could play a little more and there was obviously holes in either of their games but i mean he's just he's doing it on just pure sure will and and, and horsepower like the guy who's just on getting the it done. yeah and i'm okay with some guy that we sign as a seventh defenseman coming out of a two-game road trip with you know five shots a goal and a plus two rating and 19 hits. I know there's other stats that that contribute to this, but he's getting paid league minimum salary and he's getting the job. Done. So, so hooray, uh, this, this, we're going to applaud uh, Jim Benning for a second. It's almost like when he brought him back, he's like, you know what? Luke Shen is a sure thing. We don't need anything from him because everything above, everything above league minimum is gold. Yeah, I mean, you can give him some credit, but then you, the credit giveth and the credit taketh away. Because what that was it just an accident? Probably. That Chen was more than they thought he was. Was it just a? But then he goes and wins uh, two did, cups. What did he think that? What did? Yeah, exactly. And we let him go away for that. What did he think that Tucker Pullman's role was going to be on this squad? Yeah, Top four defenseman. That's fair. Yeah, if I finish my so sentence. so so yeah, you knock this one out of the park, and then that one you you got beaned. Which one are you? I don't know. Yeah. Why can't it be both? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. You didn't need to rub that in my face, but I tried having a good moment, and you—I'm you, <laughs> not rubbing it in your you, face. You—you poured reality all. You poured like reality gravy all over these mashed potatoes. <laughs> Everybody had mashed potatoes tonight. I cooked myself a bowl of rice. He's like, screw you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> I hate this family. Peace out. Uh, my my dude of the week is. If he's not the hardest worker on this team right now, I don't know who is. Quinn Hughes is my dude of the week. The dude gets high-sticked in the face. In the face. Like Rob... Uh, what's that dude's name? Rob... Uh, the big guy. In the face. Oh, in the face. Rob, what's his name? Rob Riggle. From uh, Hangover. In the face. Remember that? This I is, thought the in the in the face thing was like that old Canadian tire commercial where they're trying to smack talk. Well, that is that one too. But from Hangover, memory where he tasers yeah. him in the face. Um, <laughs> I almost now need to watch the movie for that one clip. And Mike Tyson. Probably have to go back and watch those. Yeah, it's classic. But like Quinn Hughes gets high sticked in the mouth. Has like the absolute biggest like freaking blue purple got, bubble on his face he's got the mouse on his lip yeah oh just like it looked horrendous and he's like screw you guys and he just he's he has been dominating play his edge work has just been like the the points haven't like i'm i don't even have words to say like i'm i'm mumbling all of my words here He's got a couple assists in the last few games but he's doing so much more than getting points and i know that's what you know he started doing and then he's working on his defensive game. His defensive game, like when he's on the ice, his his way to uh, um, basically escape any situation, how he just like, you know, wiggles his way out of it or just carries a player or, or walks the line or just extends a play on the blue liner, pinches just at the right moment and then pulls back. 
he is in the last week, like almost every game, I'm just thinking, man, what would the Canucks be without Quinn Hughes? They would be, I mean, we, we give Thatcher Demko praise where it is due. Do not get me wrong. But there is no way this team is even remotely relevant without Quinn Hughes. He's so good. Like, he's just... He's so... I look at a guy like Tony D'Angelo, and I don't generally like talking about Anthony D'Angelo, but yeah. I mean, because he's just such a puke. He's a douchebag. But, I mean, they have 33 and 34 points, respectively. And But one of these guys plays 26 minutes a night and is a complete defenseman. He's He's a rock. I mean, he's, I, I would like to know, and somebody I'm sure would have the stab. I would like to know how many miles he skated in the past, like five games. Yeah. Logging like 25 plus minutes a night, every single night. Like I just, he, I, you notice him 100% of the time. He's got that Sedine, that Sedine aura around him where you just, you notice him every time he's out on the ice. And do you know who's leading the league in scoring right now? I just looked. Who leads the NHL in scoring? Yeah. Uh, I, I thought I knew, but you tell me. It's it's Adam Fox with forty seven tied with Victor Hedman. You what? Yeah, like so. I would have thought that it would have been Kale McCarr or Roman Yossi, but it's there is demon out there putting up more points than than Kale McCarr, and these guys are all they're complete defensemen. Like Fox, it's a good it's a Hedman, good prop. Yossi McCarr, Latang, Ekblad, Morgan Riley, John Carlson, Quinn Hughes, and Tony D'Angelo. Like that. These this is just a disgustingly elite group of defenders and one of them plays for the Canucks yeah and I was looking um I trying to see if I've got it on here uh I was looking up Corsi the other day so Quinn Hughes um because he's not Sheldon Dries or Dries or whatever you say his name he leads the mm-hmm. Canucks with a 53 percent Corsi I went through and I'm like well I mean I know that's not the best in the NHL but I just wanted to see like where does he rank in for defensemen like 32nd <laughs> for Corsi. So, I mean, we have, again, that is one statistic as far, and it's an important one. But, mm-hmm. like, I looked and I thought, okay, well, 53, like, that's pretty That's pretty good. Like, it's not catastrophically amazing. Like, it's not just like, holy crap, like, stop the presses. But I looked and I'm thinking, like, man, if he's that good, and then you see all these other guys that are, that are performing ahead of him, like, man, like, I guess you look at the the rest of the talent in the NHL, like how much better are these teams than the Canucks? But mm-hmm. like it's like he. I'm looking at another. another it's just thing insane. Here. It's just insane. Like he, and again, like his rough and tumbleness. Like I said, like yours, you know, the big mouse on on his face. That's going to be talked about for a bit. Like he's becoming, and I I hate to say this because it sounds so cliche, but you know, like that Canadian hockey player kind of thing, like. It sounds stupid because it's it is so cliche. But he's becoming like a hockey player, I guess is probably what I should say. He's becoming like a pro. Like there's gonna be a tooth missing at some point. He's gonna turn to Chris Tanov or Bieksa. He's just he looks. He's starting. He's gonna end up. I see what you're saying. He's looking. He's gonna end up like this hardened veteran. He's not a baby face anymore. He's gonna have like within like six years long hair. It's gonna be like shoulder length like Carlson. And he's gonna have like you know a few X. He's probably gonna have some stitches above his his like left eye or something. And be like, man, mm-hmm. Quinn Hughes is like he's gonna go from like, oh, he's so cute, he's a little huggy bear, and then like three years from now, he's gonna be like, he's a badass. He's gonna come up on like a motorbike to hockey games now. I think. Uh, I'm just looking at this this other stat of rookies that are playing in the NHL right now, and 
Jonathan Dullin is a le- among the league leaders in scoring as a as a rookie. He's got eleven goals and nine assists. That's wrong for some guy that we just threw out with the with the dirty laundry. Yeah. What if? <laughs> There's a and lot he's of back what in if. San Jose too. So so basically, what we did was <laughs> we we traded we traded Hannet Hansen to for uh, San yeah. Jose for free. Mm-hmm. Because the player they gave us in return was Jonathan Dullin. He wasn't good enough to play in the NHL. We told him to go away. Now he's a league, one of the league leaders in rookie scoring. Yeah. I, ah, I did, I did say... guy's nice. just all over the place. Yeah, I, I did say some nice things about Benning, didn't I? I should probably take those back. <laughs> I should probably go take it's, those back. Is there a way to like delete, it's, delete? It's so silly. I just... Wow. It hurts. It now does hurt to think about that. And that's not the only one. No, no, there's mid- like there's there, there, there's a book. There's, there's eight years worth of. I, I want to shout yeah, out our boy. Go. I want to shout out our boy Yerky. Um, I got to bring this upstairs because I keep forgetting. I'm like, we should I have Yerky re- on the show to talk about it because it would be a fun. It would, it would be, be like a fun way to reminisce. It'd be like Eklund though, where he wouldn't be able to have his face on. Yeah, whatever. Which is cool, or we could script like Sportsnet did and be like, oh shoot, there's Eklund. Whoops, remember that? Oh, remember oh, the trade deadline? The other guy. I like, don't remember oh, sh- that because I think Eklund's a joke. No, but remember when they had him on the trade deadline and someone screwed up and they actually like had him like walking by and they like, they didn't have the the screen blocker up and like shit. And now everybody knows said. who he is. This the the gig's up. Sorry, Eklund. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, I got to bring this upstairs and read it because I'm only to August 2016 and well, some things happened. There's I'm a couple sh- more months. There'll be yeah. a Dolan thing in here. I'm sure. Like, what year was yeah, that? Let's get. Let's get Yerky on. I'm sure we can make it happen. He's done some pretty cool stuff. Have you seen? Were you on Twitter yesterday? Did you see like the logos that he turned people into? The Buffalo Fabers. <laughs> no, that's great though. So it's got him. Oh, like you got to see this. It's so so funny. Um, he he did some good ones. There was uh, there there was a few people, and he basically turned them into um, logos of a few teams, and just absolutely hilarious. I was really hoping that he would he would get me on one, and I'm not sure which team I would be, but um, mad mad props to Yerky. Those are all fun. Like when they did the like the NFL logos as Star Wars. Yeah, like same yeah. thing. Um, actually, and he uh, we'll wrap up in a second here. He um, actually hooked me up with a sweet design for golf season. So hmm. um, I'll, I'll, I don't know if I've showed you this already, but uh, we've got something in the works uh, around Masters time that, uh, I mean, even if you don't buy what I'm, I'm suggesting, it's going to look rad and you're going to want one anyway. So hmm. maybe, maybe, I'll, okay. maybe we'll get some made and give one away or something. Um, but that's basically it, I think. There's All Star Weekend, which neither of us will be at. But you know, not this time. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Oh, did I bring it downstairs? My new phone. My, my new, new phone. New phone. New phone. So our good friend Sarah Ayers is at the All Star Game this weekend, and I've been back and forth. So we have a. Um, we're gonna give away one of our mint hoodies. I've got a large and an extra large left. So what we're going to do, and I've already announced this on Twitter, but we're going to do a joint announcement. Uh, they've actually got some to offer as well. Um, basically, $10 at least donation to the Canadian Kidney Foundation. 
screenshot it, send it to me or to Ted or to Sarah, and you're entered. And we're going to give away that hoodie to uh, one person. We'll let it run for a couple weeks. And I think uh, I, th- I think uh, backup goalie or bug life, sorry, may have uh, some cool swag to to throw into that mix. So make sure, like I said, I have a link. I can probably have something pinned. But uh, so her and Dave are going down to the All Star Game uh, tomorrow, and so we're gonna maybe hook up on uh, a chat or something and blah 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 and she goes my sweater is coming with me to vegas this weekend it's pp1 podcast going big in vegas for the nhl All-Star who's wearing game. a sweater in vegas well that, it, um it is february Whatever, i was i'm being an ass i'm grateful it yeah no it, i mean it, it's been chilly I, I mean it can get a little chilly at night but you know anyway could be very awesome so other than that We've got uh, we've got no hockey to look forward to, aside from the All Star Game, which I think Skills is going to be awesome. So maybe check that out on Friday. Skills is always fun. Yeah, the game itself, whatever. Pro Bowl is on Sunday again. Also. Yeah, it's like the Olympics. You show up to watch the track and field events, but you're really just there to see the dash. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh yeah, big fan of pole vault. Big fan. Yeah, big fan of uh, big fan of biathlon. But no, we're here for the hockey. Uh, any final words with you, sir? Sure? Not this time. Okay. 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 Well, I mean, this has been a lot of fun. We have big screen now. Look at us. Yeah. We we, did it. we threw it up for dudes and guys, and it just stuck. We could do this again, possibly. It's sticking like the snow. Yeah. Oh, geez. I got to probably shovel as soon as we're done this. Uh, folks, please remember. Remember. Give us a like. Give it. Not a subscribe. Not a. It's a follow. It's a follow on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow. Like it on Spotify. Make sure you're on Google. And I'm not going to say it. Do the heart. Whatever the platform that you're choosing, go and make sure that PP1 Podcast comes up every week for you. Listen to it on your smart speaker. I actually tried that. It's pretty sweet. I I humble bragged in front of my family. It was pretty awesome. But uh, remember, PP1 Podcast, um, as I said, you go give us a rate or review. If you're a new listener, a new raider person, I'm going to freaking send you a pair of these. Um, if it's only one, if there's only one person that does it, then so be it. But I got some pairs. Let's make it happen. Okay? We can do this. We can work together. Um, okay. Our guest wasn't able to make it. Um, he switched shifts, but that's okay. We'll have him on maybe next week. Um, on behalf of Ted, I'm Ryan, wearing a bug life hat from our good friends out east. This is the PP1 Podcast on the Dean Blundell Network. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Go Canucks, go. I pray that we have a better team next week. And if we do, you'll hear about it. If it's, a, if it's something crazy, final thing, if it's something crazy, we may do an emergency show. Like, it's something ridiculous that we just can't hold it in. We'll come back at you. Yeah. Because yeah. we can. So on behalf of that, have a wonderful evening. Peace out. Hey, it's Joel Williamson, host of That Nerd Dad Podcast. Look, finding time for yourself is an important part of parenting. It allows us to be the best version of ourselves for our kids. So tune in every week to talk about parenting, pop culture, and politics. Whether you're an exhausted parent looking for a laugh or a stoned teenager who clicked on this by mistake, this is the podcast for you. You can find me on Spotify, Apple, Google, the Dean Blundell Network, or at thatnerddad.ca. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.